and it's loud and proud here on Shipful of Bombs at .co.uk. Um, flying solo tonight, well, special guest, but no Ashley this evening. He is busy doing other things. Also, if you're listening and it's actually May, it's Eurovision week um, and the first semi-final took place last night. Some exciting things happened and we will talk about that very briefly. But first, let's play out with actually a performer from last night's show. This is Rita Ora with Fatboy Slim praising you. I've been gone for a minute, been low key with my business, asking Rita who is it, is it true? I've been taking off every weekend, you and I and our feelings, cause the high's so much better with you.
was me just hitting the microphone as we came back. Uh, that was Lee Stanf- Stansfield with The Real Thing. And before that, Rita Ora featuring Fatboy Slim with Praising You, which was her version of... Her version of Praise You. Praise You. Yes. I wonder if they said, you're not calling it Praise You. Not that Fatboy Slim no. needs any more money, probably. No, well, it's actually, he nicked it off uh, Camilla Yabra. There's a song called Praise You. That little bit of the, the vocal on that song, he lifted as a sample. Oh, so it's a, it's a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah, and he didn't credit her, <laughs> credit her, credit her oh, at the time. Cheek, the cheek and, of uh, Fatboy yeah, Slim, and right? And she told him off about it. She never sued him, but she said, you're a bit naughty doing that, really, because it's my song. Anyway. Well, there you go. And uh, that's how you introduce yourself on the radio. Welcome, Mark. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> he forgot. Font of knowledge, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you, uh, as always, Mark, for being there to make sure we actually Welcome. are sounding all right. Um, and I said, special guest in this evening, second time on mm. Loud and Proud. Not, we always have new guests, but this is the, yeah. the return Almost guest. a regular. <laughs> Near enough, yeah. Um, it's Keely. Keely, hello, welcome. Hello, thank you very much for having me. I like the fact I can uh, I can have a, a, a regular slot. This, this sounds good. Well, yeah, and, and last time you were on was during COVID. So yeah, it was. It was, it was the, the Doom Zoomed uh, version of Loud and Proud. Absolutely. You, you've made it in person to the studio or the new studio um, in Leon C. How yeah. are you doing? Yes, very well. Thank you. Yeah, it's we're nice in, to nice to be here. Thank you for coming. And we're enjoying in this. Uh, it, it, we're actually recording uh, yesterday. So if you're listening today, it was yesterday and yesterday was today. Yeah. <laughs> but we're recording now, not yesterday. Yeah, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not our usual time. Yeah. It doesn't really matter because this is a podcast eventually. So mm. you could be listening in 20 years yeah. time. <gasps> Imagine that. Imagine, imagine right imagine now, someone listening. Listen, well, not right now, but in twenty years' no, I've time. Got, I've, got sho- I've got shows that are nine years old now on this station. That's because you're old. That's because I'm old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, which, that's what I was going to say. Is it's it's not live, um, as you probably guessed. Um, so and, don't ring in. But yeah, not that, not that you can anyway. <laughs> but it is 2023, and it is May, and it's only a day before it's meant to go out. So uh, that, if that matters. Um, so Keely, you're from a organisation called Inspired. Inspired to change. Inspired to change. Well remembered, <laughs> Dan. Thank you. It was, it was close, just fully Stansfield was thinking. I did call it something else. <laughs> um, and tell us just a little bit around what the ethos of the organisation is. Yeah, so Inspired to Change, There's uh, we are all solution-focused hypnotherapists, actually. And are, we are here to... There's, there's about, I think there's 20 of us now, actually, spread throughout the country, all working as solution fo- clinical solution-focused hypnotherapists, Inspired Inspiring people to get better, cope better and be better. That's what we do. That's what we do. Nice. And that's what we're going to try and do a little bit today. We're going to, you know, Mm. um, Keely's had some thoughts about some things that might be niggling on people's minds at the moment um you know we've got change of seasons it's sometimes difficult time i, th- I always find this time of year really hard because my birthday's gone and christmas i want nothing to celebrate it's not all about me, me, uh, me, me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke obviously maybe it's not maybe actually this is me talking it, for real it's yeah it's not viewers it's not uh, we'll see we'll see <laughs> but um, that's what we're going to do um and we're going to have our usual loud and proud fun so let's go into a few more songs because we love our music on loud and proud on a ship full of bombs now this um, actually, I'm going to go back to New Zealand. Heard this in a um, Indian restaurant in uh, Christchurch. It's a um, quartet version of Wonderwall. Mm-hmm. 
for pictures with ivory soap. I've petted stray dogs and shied clear of dope. My smile is brilliant. My glance is tender. But I'm noted most for my unspoiled gender. I've been made Miss Rheingold, though I never touch beer. And I'm the person to whom they say, you're sweet, my dear. The only etchings I've seen have been behind glass. And the closest I've been to a bar was at ballet class, prim and proper, the girl who's never been cased. Well, I'm tired of being pure and not 
chased Like something that seeks its level I wanna go to the devil I wanna be evil I wanna spit tax I wanna be evil And cheat at jacks I wanna be wicked I wanna tell lies I wanna be mean And throw my pies I want to wake up In the morning with that Dark brown taste I wanna see some dissipation In my face I wanna be evil I wanna be mad, but more than that, I wanna be bad. I wanna be evil and trump an ace just to see my partner's face. I wanna be nasty, I wanna be cruel, I wanna be daring. I wanna shoot pool And in the theater I want to change my seat Just so I can step on everybody's feet I wanna be evil I wanna hurt for lies I wanna sing songs Like the guy who cries I wanna be hard Keep playing. 
something that feels true You better believe for you Adele with I drink wine and yes Adele I do drink wine sometimes quite a bit of it but it makes me happy um, and then before that uh, we had Eartha Kit with I Want to Be Evil and before that the Cool Train Quartet with Wonderwall Mark still in good books and music at the moment That's three decent I, mean, I think every single track today I I you know I don't hate 
We've got new Jessie Ware coming up in a minute. Well, I, I've heard a couple of her songs. Yeah, I, I don't think, mind. I think you might. I think you might like. Okay, we'll see. We'll we'll see. You I shall you hold my counsel until I've heard it. Well, I'm dedicating a, a song break to Jessie Ware. We're playing okay. three. My three favourites from her new album, okay. which released a couple oh, of weeks ago. Jessie Ware fan, uh, Keely? No, I don't really know that much about her, to okay. be fair. But I, I'm looking well, forward to I know, I know a few. Outdoor, you might yeah. Be, yeah. I know a few. She does a podcast with her mum about food. She does, which I, I have got a back, like, I, loads to catch up on. Because I just haven't had a chance to listen to it. Yeah, they, they sound good, actually. I've, I've heard little snippets. Yeah, but, they've got some mm. really good people. And I think but it all makes me jealous because there's always food involved. And I just want to be there it's eating it food. with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I, mean. that. I used to I used to listen to that uh, Ed Gamble and... Off uh, Menu. Off yeah. Menu with James Acaster. But I stopped because it's always made me really hungry. Because <laughs> yeah. I really want that. I know. Talk, oh, I had this amazing million in Amsterdam. It was amazing. I said, yeah, I really, really want to eat that now. I'm like, that, that's like the I problem. I want pork belly now. <laughs> that's the problem with MasterChef being back oh, on the yeah. TV, isn't it? Because you sit there and you're just like, you've just had your dinner. Mm. you know. And I always watch you... it while I'm eating my dinner. Uh, oh, that's a good plan. Yeah. Because yeah, then I usually just raid the snack cupboard. Or like... yeah. oh, I did last night, I was eating my ditchy and I was, one of the girls did this sort of little Indian street food thing and it was like, oh, it looks so nice. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, favourite programme of mine, that is. Yeah, Masterchef. Masterchef. Yeah, yeah. Love, love Masterchef. Some strong good. candidates this year. Yeah, it's mm. very strong. It's going to be good, isn't it? It's going to be good. I think it's changed, isn't it? Because I was talking to my, I can't remember it was, one of my friends about this the other day. When it was first on, when they revamped it, it was almost like audition rounds and so there were people there who were not particularly good. But now, nearly everybody nails it straight away and, there's mm. some, and some of them are like proper, proper chefs almost straight yeah. away and I, that they've introduced I, well, I'm sure it's new for the series that, that first thing where they're yeah. like they walk out the room and they're like I think they did, it, they, did it, they did it last they did it last oh, year did yeah. Yeah. it's very yeah. new yeah. I love that yeah it's they good leave you to it yeah it's good yeah, it takes good. the pressure off a little bit I suppose because yeah. they're not walking yeah. around spying on you yeah. so you maybe yeah. feel a little bit more yeah. <laughs> unconsciously relaxed mm. <laughs> yeah. and then you've got the straight away afterwards you've got the invention test which is some people find it very very difficult because they're used to recipes aren't they like my mum could have handled that straight away because my mum just made stuff up all the time but but it was interesting because i think it was mm, it must have been this week's episode um i think john said to them have you well have you made this in the adventures have you made this before and she went no and they said he said what why are you doing this then he said she said because it's an invention test (laughs) yeah is that is that yeah that's the best line you know actually yeah that's true Anyway, uh, Keely, we, we both yes. want to become. Can you solution focused <laughs> hypnotherapist us to become master chefs? Oh, Although no. Mark is a bit of a master chef anyway. Oh. Well, not not that, really. I can not, do it. I can knock up a me round for dinner, but no, I, I can knock up a decent curry. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. good. Yeah. So, um, what's what's on your radar at the moment, then, Keely? What are you supporting people with? What's What's, what's, yeah. what's in your mind? What's, what's in my mind? What's going through yeah, my mind? <laughs> well, I think main most of um, most of what I deal with anyway with people is is mainly anxiety related. There definitely stress and anxiety, but there's many things that come up because of that, and that's what that's what I, it, what I was thinking about. You know, today when I was coming on here, thinking for a lot of my clients, there's always you know because it, it, solution focused hypnotherapy is about it 
I'll, I'll just briefly explain yeah, yeah, what yeah, it is, great, actually, yeah, yeah. because it, it's really good to understand, you know, how, you know, a little bit about it and how it works. So it's um, it's a relatively modern uh, therapy, but it's neuroscience based. So it's based on we use neuroscience based techniques. So a big part of what we do with our clients as well, as well as doing the therapy and we use trance or hypnosis, which I'll explain a little bit in a minute. We teach people how their brain works. A big part of the therapy is is actually brain revision because if we understand something we are more likely then to do those things that we need to do to to move forward and and to get better and and that's what it's all about as well it's not it's solution focused it's not problem focused so we don't have to keep delving over and digging over all of those horrific things that have happened in our past it's like we know they're there we we understand not like those crazy speakmans that make you (laughs) don't even mention well, those words that have, word to me i have to say i was i was watching it the, i was watching it this morning the other the other that must yeah. a couple of weeks ago and um i you know you shouldn't laugh at people's problems yes but there was a there was a gent that rang up and mm. he, was, he was put through to speakments and he was he had a fear of ears right yeah and um <laughs> You don't love other people, but that's no. quite, that's quite, it's it's quite unique, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, like, yes. Because I used to know a guy who was scared of pineapples. I used to work with a bloke and he was yeah, terrified of them. I can understand. It's an inanimate object. No, but I can understand that. I can understand, like, there's been custard. Like, you know, I can understand yeah. that. Custard. There's many. Baked beans. Everyone has mm. ears. Holes, yeah. mainly. Like, you know, probably 90. 99.99. I think, I think it's probably higher than that. <laughs> I think nearly everybody has got ears. Yes. Back. So, yeah. and so they were like, "Well, you know, how how are you listening to us now?" And he said, "Well, by my ears." <laughs> and he's and it is it, so bad his phobia mm. that he hasn't had his hair cut for. Uh, he said something ridiculous like twenty years or something. Yeah. But he's balding at the top, so he's mm. got like a bald patch and then just long, mm. like flowing hair. Mm. And. Um, Anyway, they said to, they, they talked him through it and stuff and things like that and stuff. And he said, oh, I've even got my like phone on speaker because I can't put it close to my ear. Yeah. It's obviously a real, real issue, real thing. Yeah. Um, well, the bit that set me off was they <laughs> asked him, <laughs> which is horrible, I know, but they asked him <laughs> to touch his ear. Mm. Uh, and he was like making like those uh, noises in the background. Yeah. Wow. It was just the weirdest thing. Very strange. So I think. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think mm. they they worked. Anyway, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Got, yeah. Got off tangent, but that's what. <laughs> but the, but I suppose that's that's focusing on the they focus on the problem. Yeah, they do focus on the problem. It's really interesting. You mentioned the Speakmans actually, because I saw I saw a lady for a snake phobia who uh, did amazingly well. Yeah, we we had this snake phobia, but she still she actually went and saw the Speakmans afterwards and was on the telly, and they oh. took all the credit for for curing her phobia mm, mm. when actually it, was it wasn't <laughs> which was yeah. really interesting Celebrity and uh, speakmans. yes yeah so you know i'm to be fair though i'm i'm not here as a therapist yeah, anyway no. so i am You're... i'm also a counselor as well so i am a qualified counselor although that's not what i do in my private practice i um i work one day a week at a local senior school so i do counseling there so that's that's where i've been today actually um so i'm not here to diss any kind of therapy it's just that i know how well this works because i see every 
day people sitting in front of me that have been riddled, you know, with anxiety or, you know, mm. or many different things, you know, whether it's a fear, a phobia, just behaviours that they literally can't crack. You know, they may have spoken about it for years, but of course, all of what we do, of you know, is, is held in our subconscious. So until we can change those patterns and get that changed, then we keep doing those same old things. So, you know, the proof is when you see a client in front of you that's been living with anxiety for, you know, for, well, I've had I've people in their 60s, 70s, 80s that go, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be better. Who actually do. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, if something works for someone, that's amazing. Yes. But I, I've got a scientific background, so I like the neuroscience side of it because I like I like to see how things work. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and the brain's and an amazing does. thing. And I think, you know, yeah. if you're not utilizing it to the best of its ability yeah absolutely why, why not and and it's crazy isn't it if you think about i'm not actually i probably shouldn't use the word crazy in my line of work but it's it's ridiculous when you think about it that we have this amazing organ sitting up here that literally runs the show and most people know very little about it it does everything mm. Everything. I think even in scientifically, we don't know anything about it, really. Not, not as much. No, but more and more is being found out. Definitely, with you know, there's amazing. You know, we use MRI scans for the for the body. You know, they use they use functional MRI for the brain, so they can see the brain in action now. So they know, you know, this is where a lot of these neuroscience techniques that we use because they know what's happening when people, you know, are thinking and behaving and feeling. Yeah, there's still so much they don't. But programs on telly and stuff where they do brain surgery. Surgery. Mm. And they have, I saw one in particular where they're doing this guy getting a tumour out or whatever. And just to make sure they didn't go in the wrong place, yeah. he played guitar the whole time. And he's playing like that. Like yeah. that and they're going, obviously, can feel it. So he, he, said, he went, he said, oh no, I can't, okay, I can't do that. And he, okay, yeah, I'm right now. And he just played brilliant yeah. guitar yeah. the whole time while they're doing this. So it's amazing, isn't it? Because they knew they weren't in the wrong place. It's yeah, amazing. yeah. And they cured think, him, whatever it was, he was fine. Yeah, yeah. There's certain surgeries that they do. They have to keep them awake so that they know that they're not, yeah. you know, damaging that part that needs to be. It is amazing. Yeah. The brain's the brain's amazing. It, it really is. Mm. Mm. Mad, mad. So then, yeah. so you were saying, so yeah. you focus on the solution. It's solution focused. Yes, yeah. So tell us a bit more about how that process works and how it happens. So you were you were talking about hypno. Yeah, so we use yeah, so hypnosis. so yeah, so solution fo- so as I said I'm a clinical solution focused hypnotherapy. So we therapist rather. So we use so the modality of therapy that we use is solution focused therapy. So as I said that part of it. So that that's one part of what we do. So that's about that's about recognizing that yeah, all those things have happened, but but we're here now, you know, how do we want things to be? How do we want to be feeling? You know, what are those changes that we need to make now? Yeah. So that we can manage better, you know, and that's that's what's called a solution focused part of the process that we that we use. So I'm solution focused trained. So I get the client. They come up with all of the answers. I just lead them to, you uh-huh. know, not even lead them, actually, but ask the ask solution focused questions so that they come up with the answers because we all have the answers. We just don't always know how to access them. That there's the difference. So like a, like a really good like business coach or mentor, I suppose, in that type of frame yeah. where you're not not you know you're not telling them what the answer absolutely. is you're, yeah, absolutely absolutely using appropriate questioning to make sure that they 
Yeah, to find only, only yeah, themselves. absolutely, and to find that answer because mm. as a, even as a therapist, you know, I am trained and qualified, but I like I, you know, if I was talking to you, I don't know what you need to do. I can get you to that place where you know that next step that you need to take. But if I said to you, right, Dan, I think you should do this. Nobody likes being told what to do anyway, no. and we are more likely to do it if we come up with it ourselves because we like you know what you need to do. I could lead you to that, you know, to to ask those questions so that you get to that point yeah. but I personally don't know what's good for you what's uh-huh. what was good for me wouldn't necessarily be right for you Very so yeah. you know so leading people and of course then when we find our own solutions that's what our, our brain rewards us for that you know those pathways light up we take action on something it produces those lovely neurotransmitters the the feel-good ones that when we take action that's what we do all the path you know it's all to do with building those pathways in the brain but Whereas if someone tells you, you know, you're not you're not going to do it anyway. Yeah, you, you, you get know. turned off by it a little bit. You, Absolutely, because you know. it, it might not be right. We, but we know the basis is that everybody knows what they need to do. It's just because of everything that's happened in their life, things they've learned, things that are then in their subconscious, those, those unconscious ways that we behave because of maybe what we've learned when we're growing up or what we've experienced through our lives. We're we're acting on those all the time, and there's not really that awareness. So, yeah, so that's it's really good solution focus questioning is is amazing it really is and so, so when so are are people in um hypnosis when this is happening no or, so not this is that's before, after this is, yes this is yeah okay. yeah we use the trance or so trance hypnosis it's yeah. it's all the same you know it's all the same thing but all the trance is actually so that's when when we're in a trance-like state as well we're really creative we're problem solving we okay. play through everything you know so everything that we've spoken about in the session yeah. when we use the trance at the end it's like we're putting the final piece in the jigsaw puzzle so i'll, I'll explain so trance or hypno all trance is it's a really natural state that our brain goes into in fact neuroscientists reckon our brain goes into trance about every 10 minutes wow. it just naturally goes into trance um we all experience it. if our brain didn't go into trance we literally wouldn't be alive we, it's we almost like a daydream I suppose, absolutely yeah, yeah. daydreaming is a trance like trance, yeah, state yeah, yeah. It, it it really is and it's where it's where we're creative it's where we problem solve so um yeah as you know said you know day daydreaming is a state of trance and all it is, all trances, it's when our two minds come together and we have access to our subconscious mind. So okay. it's like a what they call a focused state of attention, you know, where we're not focusing on anything in particular, but we and then the brainwave, the brainwave activity changes in our brain. It changes to what they call these theta brainwaves, which is where we become more creative, we're problem solving. It's it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And I, think uh, I need a few more trance moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really interesting though so people th- so for our brain to work at its optimum our, our brain needs four to five hours of waking trance a day so when we think and that seems a hell of a lot but things like you know and this is what i was going to be talking about today about how important it is for people to be taking breaks during the day you know it doesn't you know a lot of people think oh yeah well if i've got lots to do i'll just carry on i'll work through i'll work through and we know yeah. that we are not productive when we don't take Maybe, breaks i, I wonder that, if actually it's quite help you to be adhd then yeah <laughs> well, no, well if I'm, you can I'm, get it working well, with well, you I'm saying because mm. i've I've never been scientifically diagnosed, yes. but I know I have it. Yeah. My sister has been scientifically diagnosed. Yeah. And she's working through it 
and you know only recent last couple of years so but i know that you know i can't concentrate on stuff all the time because yeah. it just goes um and i wonder as you say if that if that's actually if people just focus all the time on that one thing for hours and hours and hours whether that is actually not actually particularly healthy yeah it isn't i mean we we are supposed to take regular breaks they know that for formation of memory concentration Mm. you know particularly you know talking about um especially this time of year with uh kids doing exams and things like that you know they know that you can't never been able to concentrate on things like Uh, revision yes ever yeah it's never worked for me because that do it. Oh, I've got one of my nieces, brilliant at revision. She just sits there for hours mm, and hours and mm. all goes. And I've just never done it. I've yeah. got too many other things to think yeah. about and do. Yeah, and that's the thing. Because mm. with ADHD, that so we've got, as far as we're concerned, because we teach our clients, you know, as far as we're concerned in this therapy, there's two parts of the brain that we tell them about. So we've got this amazing bit up here, this cortex, what we call the intellectual brain. And then we talk about the um, the original primitive brain as well, which is the part of the brain that's been with us since the day we walked on this earth. And that's when the centre of that is the amygdala, which is when, when we go into the stress response, that amygdala fires off. That's mm. what that fight or flight, you've probably heard oh, yeah, of yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. fight, flight or freeze. Well, and with ADHD as well, the communication between that amygdala and the prefrontal cortex, which is the bit that is the executive function that makes good decisions and mm. has access to the intellectual brain, you know, that, that communication isn't isn't so good. Mm. And, and it's the it's the prefrontal cortex that, that focus mm. and attention. That's why with ADHD, because the amygdala is more active. So yeah. you can tend to, that's why we, we, you lose concentration yeah. and uh, yeah. you come out of that intellectual brain. So I see a lot of clients with neurodiversity mm. because mm. with neurodiversity comes, comes other things. People yeah. can tend to be more anxious and, mm. you know, it can lead to others. So I see a lot of people with neurodiversity, not, you know, when you've got ADHD, you right. have a superpower there and there's oh, many things. But but so, for some people, it causes great anxiety. Mm, yeah. So it's about understanding that. No, it, it can that. be very, I mean, thankfully, yeah. our mind isn't debilitating, yes. particularly. Yeah. But for some people, it really, really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And my sister finds it, I mean, if, you know, for example, she's cooking a meal and there's people around. She's like, no one talking, I'm trying to do this. Yes. Yeah. And, it will ta- and it will take yeah. her forever to do because she's a, she can't just get on with it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's switching it, focus that's right, all absolutely. the time. And yeah. You know, and it's, it's, I mean, she's, you know, she's having therapy and, um, I'll tell you, solution-focused hypnotherapy yeah. would be very okay, good for I, I like her. I should mention it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, she's, doing, she's on medication as well. Yes. Helping. Yeah, my yeah. Niece, one of my nieces has got it as well, and she's yeah. on medication. If she doesn't take a medication, she's just away. Yeah. If she, if she takes it, I mean, she's done the International Baccalaureate, you know, high, highest marks in her class. She's really, really, really clever. Yeah. But if she doesn't take it, she's like... Yes, yeah, absolutely. The focus all, yeah, all it's off. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you know what? My amygdala. Yeah. Amygdala. 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 Is saying, let's play some music. Okay, yeah. Good idea. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to concentrate now. I'm going to push the slider. Do you know? Well, I, this is so interesting. I think this is probably the most uh, intelligent show we've uh, ever had. So, uh, all these big to, words. We well. And we haven't been rude, really. <laughs> oh, no. No rudeness tonight. Not yet. Tonight. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> still time. Well, nearly. The, the start. Nearly, we, yeah. you know, before we started. So, um, as mentioned, just before the end of uh, that last song break, or at the end of the last song break, um, Jesse Ware has a new album out. Um, it's called That Feels Good. That's that with an exclamation mark so it's like that, that. feels good and um, there's some Ooh, uh. great tracks on there these are my three of well I, th- I love them all but these are my three favourites so I don't usually 
just play three tracks back to back by the same artist from the mm. same album. But go. I'm going to. So we're going to start with Begin Again.
So that was our little Jesse Ware uh, trio. Uh, we started there with Begin Again, um, which I think is the latest single to be released. So you might hear that on mainstream radio. If I listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to it. Uh, and then we had These Lips um, and Just Then Shake the Bottle with my favourite line. Matthew's a classic, just like his pickup truck. He still lives with his mother, but he sure knows how to... Duck. <laughs> Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I like those. Yeah, they're yeah. good. That was uh, that first track in particular, Begin Again. That was, uh, I really like that a lot. And I will, I've just posted it on Facebook. That's how much I liked it. <gasps> Praising it. Oh my it. gosh. Yes, I know. <laughs> your, my, my, your, your musical community uh, might fall, uh, a, fall uh, a uh, part uh, around you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, it's, it, I like good pop music and that's, that is very good pop music. And my three-year-old niece, Millie Rose, loves on the same um, uh, album, Pearls. Okay. She goes, Uncle Dan, can we listen to Shake Your Pearls Off? <laughs> uh, and she dances around to that one. Excellent. She loves it. She's yeah. a no, that's good. That's, that's that, that you can't argue with children getting into music. Not mm. at all. So definitely recommend a download or a purchase. Um, that feels good. And it was released, I think, two weeks ago now. So still quite fresh on the market. Right. My... Um, 
what is it? My ami- amygna. Am- Your amygdala. Amygdala is uh, fully. <laughs> is it firing back. off? It's, 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 it's fully gone back down. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for a bit more science, please, Keely. <laughs> now you need a bit. Yeah. <laughs> now you need a bit more. Yeah. It was. Um, yeah. It was really interesting because I would. I was thinking when. Uh, you know when you very kindly invited me on here, and there's there's always themes that come up with clients actually always, and one of the I think one of the biggest things and one of the things that's come out particularly over these last couple of weeks is you know I wanted to talk about the importance actually of, of for our brain to be taking regular breaks and and having that downtime and that's where you know when we were talking about that trance and daydreaming yeah. that's where that comes in as well and the importance of you know the, there's so many people that that just carry on and carry on and carry on that literally work themselves into the ground that get so stressed and end up having burnout and actually if we can understand the reason why we need to take these breaks and there's different types of breaks that we can that we can take as well that benefit us in so many different ways whereas and I I hear all the time oh well I've just got a couple more weeks and then I'm going to be off on holiday and it's like and then and then people come back and and then they might say do you know what it's really weird Every time I take some time off work, I get ill. And it's like, yes, I wonder why. Mm. Ah. This is exactly me. So That's interesting. Well, yeah. Mm. Like, um, mm. usually, usually like the, the holiday periods, like Christmas, ah. New Year. Oh, so my, maybe Christmas, it's, maybe yeah. that's a, just a general, like, yeah. fluey thing. But, yeah, but I always do feel a little bit like, yeah. There could be more involved in, in but, that. But, but, I, mm. but I do... Um, this is where I'm going to sound maybe not so intelligent, but maybe. <laughs> I do feel my body does tell me, right, come on, that's an, enough's enough. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I think I said to you um, before we started mm. that at the moment I do, I do just feel like, oh. Although I haven't, fe- I haven't felt like I've been doing loads, but yes. I do just feel like I'm always quite tired. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm. I, I'm finding it really difficult to concentrate on one particular thing, uh, um, and you know, like at a time. Yeah, um, not not. There's not one thing. I, yeah, not particular, yeah. But yeah, and and it, it's funny. It's over. It's been over the last couple of weeks, and it's I was really, just thinking, oh, may, maybe it's just a change in weather. <laughs> do you know what, Dan? It's really interesting you say that. You know, people. You know, um, seasonal affective disorder. Yes. Most people think that just happens in the winter. Uh, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Yeah. It can also affect people coming into the summer as well. It's not quite as. Um, uh, I was going to say popular. It's not really popular, <laughs> is it? It's not quite. Well, I wouldn't choose it. It's not quite as common a list, that's of, the a list of things i wouldn't choose it no, no, shopping it. i'll have that yeah, i'll have that seasonal one effective disorder, yeah, please. That one off. <laughs> yeah but people people never consider um sad you know seasonal affective yeah, yeah. disorder coming in into the summer months but it is a thing it's it is yeah. so that if that's if that happens to you on a on a regular basis at this time of year that that's interesting yeah i'm not hmm. sure it's regular but i think yeah, I've, yeah. I, I, i've really noticed it really noticed it this like the last couple of yeah oh, the last couple the, the last week and i've been sitting and i've been i don't know i now i just put it down to i've been waking up at like half five in the morning and then going like falling asleep uh, and i just but then i put it down to that and then i was like but then is that is that my body telling me something else that i'm not getting enough sleep or am i getting too much like yeah it's well, weird. you see and sleep again sleep is probably one of the top things that we talk about as mm. hypnotherapists yeah, it is it is literally so if you look now at all the research and all the research that's come out of course nutrition exercise they're vital of course they are sleep is top of the list you get your sleep in order and everything yeah. else but follows isn't it i mean my, I, i'm a terrible sleeper right okay i don't yeah. I 
probably have five hours sleep maximum yeah. a night. Yeah. But. But you're old. But no. But <laughs> I've, I, I used to stress about it, but I don't anymore. Yes. And my, uh, my view is that if I'm tired, I'll sleep. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't. And someone said, oh, don't sleep in a day. Well, if I have half hour nap, I feel better. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I go back, you know, I'm always, I'm, at the moment, because it's light at five in the morning, I'm always yeah. awake by five. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Mm. I usually, I'm usually asleep by midnight. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I, I, I feel tired quite a bit, but that's a lot to do with pain issues as well. Yeah, But, yeah. you know, I'm not exhausted. So if I was, if I needed more sleep, in my view, I would get it. Your body would tell yeah. you. My body would tell you. And I think, I mean, I don't like to w- say the, the word Thatcher, but she survived on four hours a night because she didn't need any more. Yeah. Well, I, I, some, I, I, it does happen. Some people do yeah. have problems. and they. But She might have been a lot nicer if she had a few more hours. Maybe, <laughs> but, but then other people, I know people who can sleep 12 hours a day because they obviously they need it and that's fine. Yeah, there is a, you know, there, there's always going to be ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, there always is. Definitely. It's just that the reason that we talk about sleep so much is because there's different, the, the, and the bit that the sleep that we're interested in as far as the brain is concerned is the REM sleep, the rapid yeah, eye movement yeah, yeah, yeah. sleep, the sleep that we dream in. That's And that's that's similar. It's, it's not the same at all, but it's... Um, that trance-like state Definitely is similar yeah. to REM. It's like it replicates REM. But you're talking about naps, though. Mm. Naps are brilliant. If yeah. you're not getting a lot of sleep during mm. the night and it's not affecting you getting to sleep, right. then a then a nap is fantastic. Yeah, one, and of my, one of my friends actually said to me, "Oh, don't don't know like that's really people get Alzheimer's when you do that." No. And then, but that's nonsense because then I heard, read a report. Which is, was said the complete opposite. Absolutely, and the research out. In fact, on uh, That's right. the research is opposite. Yeah, if you on our nap, web, you're less likely to get it than if you don't. Absolutely, on our um, on my Facebook page actually, there's a there's a blog about about taking naps, about the benefits of it, as long as it's not affecting yeah. you know for the people that go to sleep I at mean, night. I mean, so. I'm, I'm I don't work because I'm medically retired. I yeah, I didn't today because I was doing stuff. But uh, most afternoons come to about one o'clock, up past one, a little half hour. Yeah. And I feel better for it. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a big reason for that. How, how do you track then, like, how much REM sleep you're getting then? Because, yeah, like, well, you know, is, it, do, is, there, is there, like, studies that show after a certain time you've been asleep, it happens more? Or is it, it I suppose, the odds are the more hours you sleep, the more... REM sleep you're getting maybe yeah. or yeah there whatever. is and so the the average that sleep experts recommend and this is average you know is between seven to nine hours yeah. that that is the See average that, lot, yeah. that yeah absolutely and that's still that's still sort of coming out now there's some research coming mm. in that may be a bit less but but the REM sleep so the so that's the bit that's our dreamlike state yeah. and actually just just really basically how and how we explain it to clients basically as well so if you think about so this is how REM works imagine imagine we've got this metaphorical stress bucket sitting in our head okay and how stress is created is it's actually anxiety stress and anxiety is created by negative thinking Mm -hmm. okay that's that's all it is create negative thoughts whatever they are future-based um you know but past-based, little things, big things, doesn't matter what it is, every negative thought we have is converted into anxiety and accumulated and stored in our stress bucket. And basically, when we sleep, or that REM sleep, our dreamlike state, so this is how it works, for example. So say say you had a bit of a disagreement with someone in the afternoon and you went home and you said to, you were chatting with a friend and said, oh, so-and-so is really, you know, really upset me. And that person may say, do you know what? Just forget about it. So all of that that 
negative thing that had happened is in your stress bucket. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you go to sleep at night with our REM, our REM sleep, we go into REM sleep, and in that dreamlike state, we will either oh sorry, I just hit the microphone. Right. We will either play through that event in clear. Or as it as it happened, or we will dream about it in a weird and wonderful way. And what happens in REM sleep is it pretty much it strips the emotion out of that situation. So when we wake up, our brain processes it. We store it up then in our intellectual brain as a memory that we have control over. Okay. So you know when we wake up and and um, and you might have even forgotten about that disagreement, but you might not. But you'll definitely be thinking about it in a different way. Yeah. You know when some that old that old saying, you know, go to bed and sleep on it you'll feel better in the morning that's why because REM sleep processes all of those that emotional stuff that's happened throughout our day so all of our you know all of our anxiety and and stresses but REM sleep though we sleep in 90 minute cycles and REM comes at the end of every 90 minutes so and the biggest chunk of REM that we get is just before we wake up so if we're not sleeping that's when you remember your dreams isn't it yes yeah not everybody remembers dreams but um, yeah 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 absolutely not everyone does and but the biggest chunk so we sleep in 90 minutes get a bit of REM at the end of each 90 minute cycle biggest bit is before we wake up so say for example we normally sleep for seven hours for example but we've gone to bed late and we have to get up two hours early you've missed a big chunk Ah, of that REM sleep so therefore we haven't processed what's gone into our stress bucket through our metaphoric stress bucket throughout the day so when we've got things in it already it only takes a few more things to go in and we can then you know maybe be more reactive you know not responding in a way that we want to bit snappy all of those things so it's it can build up it can build up yeah it's very interesting sleep is our superpower it definitely is it definitely is it's taking more seriously now i do now i probably do yeah yeah Young man, yeah. Now I'm getting young man. Now, now I'm getting older. Now, yeah, I, I you're having to yeah, think about things sleep. like this, aren't you? Know, you? S- sitting in a bar in Chelmsford at like eleven o'clock, and I'm thinking I'm not going to be home for another hour and a half. I've got to get the bus. Like, I better go now. Uh, you know, they're the they're the important me- the issues oh, now. Yeah, that's why I don't yeah. go out anymore. Yeah. Not, <laughs> just, if I go out now, I mean, I won't get home to. Oh, I can't be bothered to do that. No, I just stay. Yeah. I've got to prepare myself to stay awake till mid- at least midnight for Eurovision on Saturday. Oh, like, right. you know, that's yeah. mentally and physically. You'll have to have a nap during the day. Then you'll be fine. Then you'll be fine. Because of course, when we get when we have a nap, like you said, you feel better after Mm. that. You get a bit of REM in there, Mm. so you're processing. Absolutely, I'll definitely definitely have dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens because we do. We'll we'll sleep. We'll get a bit of REM in every time. It might only be fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Very very short. But it's definitely there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Spanish have a siesta. They don't seem happier people after they've woken up from their nap, do they? That's a generalisation there, but I'm very happy. Yeah, massive generalisation. Yeah, but remember, yeah, remember as well. Rem empties that stress bucket, but we've got to be careful what we put in it in the first place because Rem, this Rem sleep state, is restricted to twenty percent of our sleep cycle. So if we put too much in a stress bucket, we're not going to process that. And that's when we wake up also with a partial leave. That's that's what we help our clients with. So we've got to not worry about to as get much. a lid on that bucket. To well, not to leave. not to not worry, but think about something else instead as well. Okay. Mm. So think thinking about, about something else will equal it out. Yeah. Because if we tell if we tell ourselves not to worry about something, so if I if I said to you now, right, what 
whatever you do, do not think, don't think about um, a London taxi cab. Do not think about a Straight London taxi cab. Exactly. What you're think exactly. About. So <laughs> Im- immediately that's yeah. in your head. But I told you, don't think about it. So if we tell ourselves, don't worry, that's where our focus uh, of attention is. Who we're going to worry? Absolutely. So it is oh, on our mind. It's re- brain doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality either. So we build up that anxiety just just by focusing on those things. It's really interesting. How we speak to ourselves is crucial. My mind's blown. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating stuff, you know. It's all too much for Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll listen back. Yeah, yeah. I, have, a bit, have most, a bit of REM. You'll yeah. be fine. Oh, You'll process it all. I'm most productive in the morning, <laughs> I have to say. Right, let's yes. have a few more tracks then, and um, then we're going to come back and talk. To, we're going to try and inch every last bit out of Keely while we've got her. <laughs> um, things might go downhill now, Mark. Okay. The remixes are coming. Okay, oh yeah. I'm preparing myself. Are you ready? Here we go.
Not sure I'd be able to find a pair of high heels that would fit my size 13 feet. you got size 13 feet? <laughs> Did you not know? No. No, it's about men with big feet, don't you? <laughs> Massive socks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> socks, is that? Socks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little size eight. Oh, hey? uh, well. There you go. Biggest feet in my family, though. Yeah, I've got quite a few seven inches there. I have. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, lots. Coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of sauce. Uh, that was um, Melanie C uh, with um, Sink the Pink and Moto Blanco um, with High Heels. And that was the Moto Blanco Walk the Runway mix just in case you want to get a few more words in that title. Interestingly, Melanie C is the voice of Eurovision. So she like introduces the acts to the stage. Is that because she's a scarce? Because she's from Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> uh, terrible, <laughs> terrible accents. Don't make me do yeah, accents because it's really bad. Uh, before that, we had Jamiroquai with Space Cowboy. And then before that, um, David Penn and KPD with Ain't Got No featuring the voice of Nina Simone. Sort of fairly disguised within the mix there. Uh, she was still there, though. You were still there. Yeah. Um, Keely, <laughs> we were yes. talking in the break. Mm. With, um, my mind is blown about <laughs> what can happen in my mind. But we were before we got onto the conversation of sleep just now, yeah, uh, before yeah. the songs, we were, you were talking about the importance of breaks because yeah. of, you know, yeah, just, just finding time for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that importance of um, of during the day, you know, even it, we know if people, it, particularly if people are working or they're focusing and having to make lots of decisions, our, our brain is not designed to be on all the time. It mm. really isn't. It's not what, it, it's not how it's designed. Mine definitely isn't. Yes. <laughs> there, are, there are some moments during the day when someone says something to me and I'm like, yeah, and I, yeah. I haven't listened. It's not gone in. Exactly, it will come back to me at some point. Yeah, but. exactly. And that's why these breaks are, are so important because actually we we can burn out if we keep going. So the bit of our brain that we use when we're when we're you know being logical, trying to think of things, you know, that when we're working, for example, we're using this lovely prefrontal cortex. This attached to this amazing intellectual brain. It's like the top half of our head, really. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the bit that we're using. So of course, it's it's for all that logical thinking for you know we access this amazing library of information so you can imagine how hard it's working isn't it and if we're making decisions in our work all the time there is only so long that part of the brain is going to work before it starts before it starts petering off you know and there's different there's different things to do as well you know it's like that bit comes up with all the the answers and ideas so of course we need to have it when we want it to work we need to have that online and there's this um as i said so it's it's responsible for logical thinking this prefrontal cortex executive functioning and it helps override our impulses as well okay. so that that's a really interesting mm. point as well you know so if we're working that too hard we're going to be more impulsive so you know, true. it makes sense, really, yeah. doesn't it? It really does. The amount you of know? one-off purchases or subscriptions yeah. that I sign up to during the day at work. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, of I need that houseplant subscription. I don't even keep houseplants alive. Yeah. yeah that has to be cancelled. Exactly. Yeah, we, we are more impulsive. You know, it needs a break. And there's different types as well. But um, talking about movement, for example. So we're not designed as human beings to be sitting down all day. We are animals and we are designed to move Mm -hmm. you know so unfortunately this sedentary world that we now live in this modern world that we're not (laughs) we're not we're not supposed to be doing that we're not at all and it works against us and we know that so 
<laughs> very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyone thinking about that, you know, if if they're working, you know, sitting at a computer all day, sitting at a desk all day, it is recommended that every hour you get up, you know, move. Even the research shows, even if you have a five minute movement break, it's brilliant. It can, you know, brings back that focus, that attention. We're more motivated, you know, and movement as well is so good in many different, in so many different ways. So when we move, we produce serotonin in our brain. So every time we take action, we move to our intellectual brain. So, and that, that's where we produce that serotonin, which is our happy hormone, often known as, but it's also our motivator and our coping mechanism as well. So every time we move, we produce some serotonin. Every time we move, we produce dopamine, our brain's reward system. You know, it's also helping us with memory and learning. So every time we get a hit of dopamine, helps us remember things better. Mm, okay. um, it's really good for, oh, another thing movement does as well. If we're moving our body, our brain produces this amazing protein called BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. It's a growth factor. So, as it says, it's a growth factor. It helps, it keep, it's like fertilizer for our brain. Mm -hmm. So it repairs our neurons. Our brain's made up of these billions of neurons. That's what exercise and movement does for us, produces this growth factor. And I suppose when we're talking about exercise and movement, we're literally just talking, it could be any extreme for like, you know, five minutes jump on the spot but Absolutely. also just like you know getting up moving around the house 100% whatever it may be exactly that yourself, just yeah. anything where your brain isn't focused on that job that you're doing as well yeah. because um and as I said, exercise has so many benefits. Even if you're just running up and down the stairs a yeah. few times, literally getting up, moving, just moving. Uh -huh. You know, people think of exercise that it has to be, oh, I need to go to the gym. No, we don't. We can incorporate movement into our life, yeah. you know, re regularly. And that's and that's what it's supposed to be, you know. Also, any kind of any kind of break. So if we can't, you know, even say we've got, a, a you know, something. Sorry, I keep hitting that microphone. Say we've got, um, we can't stop doing what we're doing so we've got we have got a lot of work to like do a but like yeah yeah but even yeah. if there's something else that we need to do even if we switch that focus of attention so if we have to focus on one thing and we literally don't have time to stop because we need to finish change and do something else as well you know flick between so you're using different parts of your brain but if you can stop as i said you know move just move it's difficult if you work in the custard cream factory where you're putting one <laughs> custard cream on top of the other <laughs> So Although you're moving now, you're literally you're moving, moving now, aren't you? You're yeah, moving your arms. It's going to be know. quite a repetitive task. Isn't yes, it? exactly, exactly. But but even so, lunch breaks, things like that, yes. they need yeah. to be taken. And you mentioned go and make yourself a cup of tea. Yeah. You are literally giving yourself that mini break. We've had this you know? discussion in the office, um, mm. and I, I don't go. You know, I'm a I'm a at homework, which is another thing that. Obviously, it's quite challenging sometimes yes, from switching absolutely. off between working from home and then making yep. that place. And, and especially when you think, oh, I'll just, you know, have 10 minutes with my laptop on yeah. the sofa and it turns into three hours and yeah. you're still working late into night or that's then become that boundary between your home yep. environment, work environment gets very lost. I think Definitely. that sometimes happens. Mm. But in the office, we, we were talking about the the ritual of making a coffee. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's, it's quite an interesting thing that does distract your mind. You Absolutely. Know, it's vital. And, and, you know, I've now probably got about, 10 different impl implements to make coffee with so yeah. i might i might you know use the machine or i might then have a filter coffee next time or i might you know use the cafetiere or something just because it it keeps me occupied and yeah. interested in you know and and yeah when you sit back down with your coffee it's an achievement because you've done something good tastes yeah. good and then you're back to 
Absolutely. You know, and you've, you've switched your focus of mm. attention. You've given yourself that, your brain, that bit of downtime. Yeah. You know, we know it increases creativity, productivity. We're more motivated because when we take breaks as well, you know, we're, and in fact, exercise, another thing that movement does, we produce uh, nor, noradrenaline, which is uh, the adrenaline that we produce in our brain that's what heightens our mind that's what um enables us to be more motivated so actually taking breaks makes us more productive creative and motivated it's not it, when people go you just need to work through that's it that's not what we're not going to be at our best no. in that place another brilliant thing about why it's important to take breaks is we can get decision fatigue now okay. decision fatigue is a big thing so if you're in you know who doesn't have to make lots of decisions during the day Day. you know there's a there was a brilliant brilliant study actually and it was a, it's a famous study um, uh, with Israeli judges okay and about granting parole it's so fascinating it said they are more likely to grant parole after the two breaks that they have um, than when working for a while okay and when the study showed as well when they didn't have their breaks the the percentage of parole that they granted was pretty much zero yeah, percent and the reason yeah. it's amazing and the reason for that is that so we, decision fatigue sets in our brain wants to take the path of least resistance and it's always to say no always so it's yeah. so fascinating so if we're making big decisions yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and not even that you know if we think you know if we're going home as well we're having to make decisions in our you know in in our family life for example or any you know with friends you know we need to be you know we want our brain to be working at its best and not just going no because the brain can, wants to conserve energy it's a it uses a lot of energy maybe Rishi so. needs to take a couple more breaks yeah, yeah. <laughs> permanently please yes <laughs> for the rest of <laughs> he doesn't need a job, does he? No, not, not particularly. No, no. that's no. another matter. That's another matter. Um, wow. Yeah. So wow. it's so you know people don't think you know and the and that's importance because of those couple of minutes, five yeah, minutes, max exactly, away, exactly, away and, from a screen. And it's like now. we said, you know, we said it's like well, people say, oh yes, you know, you should be doing this. You know, there, there's lots of things out there where people go, yeah, take a break, it's good for you. But if we're if we're not being told why, exactly. we're more likely not. To, we're not going to do it, are we? Whereas if we understand what that does for our brain and what that does for us we're more likely to take that on board and go oh yes i need to do that don't i so wow yeah so mark mm. your task yes if you choose to accept it <laughs> i've just watched all the mission impossible films last uh, the weekend. Yeah. Strangely. Timely. Yeah. Uh, we, what we need is we need to find a, a a break song so you know once an hour i can get up and have a little boogie that's my movement okay. yeah, yeah. break away yeah. from a screen yeah. you've got with your seven inches. Okay. Can you find me one? Yeah, probably. Go on then. <laughs> Over to you. Okay, well, I can play something. I've already set something up, but I can find something in a minute. Okay. Right, first one, yeah. First track, uh, I did a couple of streams today, and one of my top one of my friends did a stream as part of my thing today. And uh, T, she played this, and it just reminded me how wonderful this record is. It's Michael Jackson, Ain't No Sunshine. something that you know you shouldn't have, the more you know you shouldn't have it, the more you want it, and then one day you get it, it's so good to 
Tony Basil and Mickey. That was Dan's jumping around record. He's been singing along to it. Oh, I'm going to be jumping around to yeah, that. Great stuff. Uh, before that, we had Half a Minute by Matt Bianco, which Keely liked as well. So from Love a, it. Song from her past, our past, our old age past. <laughs> and Rude's calling our guest old. <laughs> no. How dare you? My old age past. <laughs> and then we had Naked in the Rain by Blue Pearl. A oh. uh, good old dance tune from 1990. And then we had Church of the Poison Mind by Culture Club featuring the vocals of Helen Terry. And we started off with Ain't No Sunshine by Michael Jackson. Banging. I think that was your best set. Thank you. On my show, obviously. You probably have better somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I loved them all. I thought they were yeah, brilliant. Good, wasn't it? Mm. It was good. Mm. Well, time's flown. We're nearly coming towards the end of our two uh, allocated two hours. Um, <laughs> it's been a ball, absolute ball. And it's so interesting, Katie. Thank you so much for all your insight. And uh, yeah, my, my mind is blown. Yeah, that's good. Literally. My job is done. Yeah, your job is done. <laughs> so if people want to find out more or maybe get some support from yeah. uh, Inspired to Change, how how do they go about it? What's what's the socials, all yeah. that type of stuff? Yeah, so I'm on, um, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, so that would be Inspired to Change, South End on Sea. So that's, you know, that's where I practice. Also, loads of really helpful information on my website as well. So, just typing in www.inspiredtochangesouthendonsea and my page will come up. Fat. So there's loads of information on there. And do you still yeah. do your Friday morning? They're, I'd, I'd stopped, I restarted, but they're, they're starting again, actually. Oh. So I'm going to do them every fortnightly yeah. as well. So Friday morning. Really insightful, little bit just a of... little snippet about a particular topic and then there's a uh, yeah a guided relaxation guided, so that's 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 like the trance you know that's trance yeah. that's us going into trance so it's a, a great way to relax as well so uh yeah. so definitely follow we'll share mm. the page we'll that would be lovely page and, mm. yeah get, if you if you're around it's usually half eight yeah half a state yeah Perfect. yeah for work mm. works really well yeah well thank <laughs> you so much for coming in lovely to see you again and you and thank you for having me um, the summer when it comes mark thank you as always welcome and to play us out uh, we have Camel Fat and Elderbrook with Cola. Good night. Got ready for the night in. She's heading for the light. But she sees the vision going. Cup and line after line. See how she looks in trouble See how she dances and She sips a Coca-Cola She gets up the differences That's what you're coming for But they don't want to let you in it You drop your back to the floor And you're asking what's happening It's getting late now, hey now Enough of the arguments But she sips a Coca-Cola she can't tell the difference yet. She can't tell the difference yet. She can't tell the difference yet.
That's what you're coming for, but 